Welcome back to the Paper Dragons podcast. We really do appreciate you guys listening. So I wanted to catch you guys up on a few of the things that happened between sessions. The group got back into town and talked to the mayor. The mayor rewarded them with about a thousand gold each for going out and taking care of the bandit camp. The mayor also set them up with a rent-free barracks that they could use while they were in town and offered them a ongoing gig to take care of any issues that came up in town and offered to pay them 30 gold a week to sit around and basically be available to problem solve if something bad were to uh, come towards Kalendor. And each of these episodes were recorded actually during uh, the pandemic, and so a lot of this stuff was up to six months apart, and we couldn't find some of the notes on the town that they were based out of, so... The name of the town is Kalendor, and uh, I think most of the rest of the stuff is discussed in this episode. Wanted to make sure that you guys knew why all of a sudden we're referring to the town as Kalendor rather than whatever it was uh, named before that. So while they were in town, they also did some shopping over at the local magic shop and were able to pick up some rituals. They were also able to get some gear taken care of that they needed. They did come up with a company name for themselves. They're officially known as the Magical Mystery Team. Also, they came across a few books from a bookseller. Also got information on some books on magical creation, that kind of stuff that Miranda was interested in. Without any further ado, let's get back into the show. When we last left off, you guys were back in Kalendor, and you had secured lodging and made a deal with the uh, mayor to be available for issues that come up and to help resolve said issues. You guys ended up with a little bit of money, so you went around, did some shopping, got geared up a little bit. You went over and visited the Dining Dragon, which is a nice little inn right at the edge of town, and then what was the name of the other? The Dazzled Duck. Dazzled Duck. We're going to kick up about uh, week, week and a half later. Um, I know you guys were going around doing some investigation, kind of listening for rumors, see if anything is happening with the uh, bandits that were outside of town. And basically no new information really come in in about a week. So you guys have just had kind of a relaxing little bit. You're able to actually stop and breathe and do something other than constantly battle. Miranda had taken a uh, ritual that allows him to create magic items. You're back over at the Dining Dragon and having some breakfast. If you guys want to talk anything out. Tyrannus, I know you were looking at uh, trying to upgrade your 
your armor for a little bit better protection. Um, I have an offer for you. Yes. I picked up the ritual enchant magic item. And if you are willing to buy the components, I will see if I can enchant your cloth armor and increase your protection. Now, there's a risk. I've, I've not done this before. This, it might fail. But the ritual components are going to run about 360 gold pieces. I have that. All right. So head over to the magic shop real quick and uh, pick up the components. And we'll see if we can uh, get you a little more protection. All right. Let's do that. Isabel, I'm willing to give this a shot if there's anything you want enhanced. Um, armor, weapons, whatever. Uh, but I am poor enough in gold pieces right now. I'm going to ask that you purchase the components and then I'll take care of the casting the ritual. So think about what you'd like to have enhanced and I'll see what I can do. Okay. Sounds good. I'll think about it. All right. So you guys get done eating, head back to the Mora's Magical Emporium, and uh, you are able to uh, get the magic components. Was there anything else you guys were looking for? You pretty much have everything you need right now. I'm looking for thieving tools, but I don't think the shops had them when we did it last time. But just as a, if we go anywhere, that's I'm looking for, for that. Yeah, the magic shop uh, doesn't have... Well, yeah, and then the armor place didn't have it either. Yeah. So. Um, well... Yes. Isabel? Yes, I'm... Might, might I make a suggestion? Um, thieving tools are generally made of metal. Why don't we... Uh, why don't you check with the, the smith over by the armory mm. and see if he can make them for you? That's a good idea. All right, so you get over to the... Smith, he's just outside of the uh, armory, like two shops down. It's a rather robustly built dwarf who you guys see sitting there hammering out. <laughs> well, I just like the. I just like the. I know that's so. exactly what I imagined, but it was so. just funny. I like the. <laughs> I just like the description. Um. And about this wide is great for podcasts, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, probably, I don't know, about four and a half, five foot across shoulder to shoulder. Holy shit. He's, uh, he's a big guy for a shorter guy. He's as wide as he is tall. So he's well-rounded. Oh, he's not fat. It's all muscle. <laughs> all muscle. It definitely looks like someone that you wouldn't want to tangle with in the dark, you know. Or Dark Alley. There we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What can I do for you? I was wondering, is, is it thieving tool? Is that what I would call it? Like, I don't even know um, if that's what they're called. Lock picking. Lock picking. Yeah. Tools. Tools. I was, I was wondering if you could make me some lock picking tools. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Okay. Well, it's like there's thievery here, and then some people call yeah. them thieving tools, and I don't know. I don't know. No, we actually have some of those already made up. Of course, you are using those on the uh, up and up. 
What does that mean? You're not going to be breaking into people's houses and stealing Oh, no, shit. it's just for fun, dude. <laughs> it's just for fun. Why would anybody use thieving tools for, I don't know, thieving or something? No, it's just my sister's locked in a room somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It's a rescue. <laughs> it's, yeah. Is That's... that what you guys are calling it these days? Yep. That's what the how kids much are saying. going to cost me, though. So those will run you... 50 gold pieces. Sold. I will take them. Okay. Thank you. So, and I'll say you get five in a set. Okay. All right. So that brings you to 507, right? Yeah. Math. Uh-huh. <laughs> you did it. Good job. So you get your lock picks. Uh, anything else I can do for you guys? Nope. Yeah. What was your name? Name's Jaden. So, do we okay. have a- any other business we need to tend to, or do you want to go try to see what we can do to enhance your armor? Uh, yeah, let's do that. We'll do the ritual. Yep. All right. So, so there was a shiny thing in the corner there. I think we should probably head back to our humble abode and give it a shot. Probably should. I'm just trying to see which one's going to be the best to uh, um, uh, uh, use today. All right, are we going back? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you guys get back to the house and go in to the uh, living area and set up to do the ritual to enchant Miranda's cloth armor. How long did that take, John? Casting time, one hour. It's on page 304. Touch a normal magic item, turn it into a magic item of your level of power. The ritual's component cost is equal to the price of the magic item you create. So... We bought the components for plus one, basically, instead of plus five, because plus one is going to be cheaper. So I I would take it I have the option of how much enchantment I put on it, since we... And, you know, I I should have mentioned that uh, to Tyrannus to see how enchanted, how much enchantment he was willing to attempt to purchase. Because if he's willing to spend a copious amount of cash, I could probably do, you know, I could do plus five armor. Uh, Is that but, another uh, about 200? No. No. That's adorable. <laughs> you, you're funny, man. Magic item price is fifth level. It's going to cost you a thousand if you want to go for a plus five. Oh, I don't have that much. Uh, yeah. I only have like another 300. So, but that doesn't mean that we can't do this again later once we have more cash and bump the enchantment up. You can definitely do that. You do the ritual, and what does that look like? Oh, let me open that book back up here real quick. 
Well, why don't you describe the ritual to me? Don't worry about the, what the book says. What are you doing? I don't know. I've never cast it before. Uh -huh. So... Did a great Kennedy vibe there. You know? Yeah. Don't wait for the translation. Just answer the question. <laughs> You'll have to give me your cloth armor. I don't want to try to enchant it while you're wearing it. So, okay. I'm, going to lay the arm, I'm going to lay the armor out on the table. I'm going to touch the armor. And I'm sporting the uh, natural look for a while. <laughs> Hopefully you don't go commando. I do. Of course you do. <laughs> nice and comfortable. Well, he, and... He, he probably wouldn't had I not brought it up. Yeah. I, I should. I should penalize for giving him the opening. Yeah. Um, now, wait a minute. I read this further, Mitch. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the Enchant Magic item, down at the bottom, it says, there is no component cost for this use. Uh, oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's if I use it to, to resize an already enchanted item. So disregard that. Generally, the way magic items are said to work is they pretty much refit themselves to whoever is wearing them. But I think what? that's a the easiest way to say I don't want to have to uh, mentally um, work through, wait, why can this... Uh, then person wear it and someone else grabs it and can put it right on, you know? Or, oh, you guys found a piece of magic armor, but you can't wear it because it's too small for you. Well, that's the side of the spell. You know, you can use uh, to resize magic armor to shrink a fire giant's armor to fit a halfling, as an example. So, Yeah, well, and then whenever you're talking in the extreme case, yeah, you're going to have to do something extra with it, you know, but yeah. Okay, so what does the ritual look like? Got it way down on the table. I'm maintaining contact with it. With one hand, I'm, I'm casting the magic runes with the other. And this continues for an hour. Beats of perspiration dripping down my face as I'm concentrating, trying very hard to get this right so as to not waste Tyrannus' gold pieces. And at the end of the, the hour, maintaining contact with it, I want to see if it's now projecting its magical aura. Okay. Did I succeed? Give me a d20 roll. Any pluses on that? Did you get a nat one? No. It works. Okay. These are simple enough. Um, okay. Pretty much, whenever you do an enchantment, I'll probably have you roll just to see if you out and out fail it. But barring in that one, you're not going to fail on these ones. As you get into the other stuff we were talking about where you want to start creating your own things, then that roll is actually going to be a little bit more pertinent to what you're doing, you know. But I figured we might as well set it up right now that it comes with a dice roll, but... For the basic stuff, yeah, I'm not going to 
do anything other than that one on it. Okay. So, Tyrannus, here you go. You have a new, your armor has got a basic enchantment on. Cool. I don't know, should I put it on now or just walk around? Please put your clothes back on. Please put it on. Okay, okay. You guys are so conventional. Probably under other equipment, go ahead and write down cloth armor plus one. And then where it says enhancement right there, you've already got a one, so go ahead and erase that and put a two. And that will um, also adjust your AC, will go up by one. Uh, you got some fancy new armor. Uh, what are you guys doing? Well, so that took an hour. Uh, so we're, what, late morning? I'd say between running around town, um, getting the magic um, components, Going over and getting the thieving uh, tools. Yeah, you're talking like probably um, say we're around noon, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, does anyone have any business they want to conduct out in town? Nope, I got the tools I needed. That's all I had to do. You know, might want to practice with them. Do we have, I don't think we have a, any kind of locking chest. Maybe we ought to go out and get one so that you can practice with your new tools. Or you could try like on your front door. Yeah, I was just going to try at home. Well, but... <laughs> That would look a little bit sketchy when you're sitting outside playing with your lock with a bunch of picks, you know. Uh, which yeah, I think we true. might want to avoid should there be any burglaries in the vicinity later on. This is uh, true. This is true. You know, I mean, it, it, I it's up to you, Isabella. considering this is a... Um, uh, Kind of a um, house for the local guards, usually. Um, I would say that there's going to be a chest in each room. So you have something you can play with already at the house. Okay. I didn't think about foot lockers. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. All right. So uh, that would be one suggestion that Isabel practice with her tools. I'm going to take some time and, and make sure that all my spells are in order. Uh, I want to look over the new rituals I purchased. All right, so are you uh, yeah, I'm trying, trying out your... Yeah. Okay, well, you get over the chest, you start... Getting in there. Go ahead and give me a um, d20 roll. Just straight d20? Well, you'll add your thievery. Thievery. 17. Oh, yeah. Pops right open. You just... It's like you're 
trained in that or something. But I'm not. <laughs> oh, I have two. So. Hey, Miranda. Okay. Yes. Can I go pick the lock on your chest in your room? Yes, certainly. <laughs> Just don't make a habit of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have a budding thief in our midst. <laughs> you uh, get in there. It takes a little bit longer, but not much. And pops right open. Yes. Wherever you open it up. You get a rather raunchy smell coming out of the chest. Apparently someone left some old socks in there, so... Mm, well, that's for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. I see how you are. <laughs> see, that's why I tend to go... Uh... Socks. We're talking about socks, not not underwear. Yes. talking yeah. about socks oh, right same now. Same thing. Yeah. No. Just... No. I'm, I'm a it's free, not, you know. Stop. I'm not picking the lock on yours. <laughs> don't want to know. <laughs> you won't find anything there. Uh, I don't know. You gonna go pop his lock? No, nope, I'm not going to go pop his lock. <laughs> and I want you to know, Isabel, those socks aren't mine. I haven't used that foot locker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good to know. <laughs> Speaking of which, since we're at... Uh, kind of doing a relaxing study day after I'm done studying uh, I do want to take the opportunity to uh, I guess do laundry and I want to check over my gear uh, you know make sure that everything is uh, taken care of uh, oh yeah you've had a week to do this so all of your basic stuff is taken care of and it's been taken care of you're good to go alright You've cleaned up all your gear, you've uh, sharpened your weapons and everything, and yeah, you guys are pretty much good. Well, nice. do we, we want to go talk to the mayor again, see if there's anything going on? Uh, we, no. We just talked to him yesterday, game yeah. time. Probably don't want to bug him too much, and if you had something for us, I'm sure he'd send someone. I'm thinking about long about dinner time. We might want to go over to the uh, to the dragon or the duck. Maybe sit down and have a drink, play a game of chess, and just listen and see what we can find. Which one is closer to the uh, uh, entrance to the town? That would be the dining dragon. Well, I'm figuring if folks are stopping in on their way off the road, the dragon might be the first place they'd go to. What do you guys think? Yeah, probably so. That's a good place to start. All right. Well, so I'll grab up my chess set and we'll uh, we'll go have dinner and drinks and play a game. Sounds good. Okay, so you guys get over to the uh, dining dragon. And uh... Um, before we go... Tyrannus, do you want to try to use one of your listening devices? Okay. Uh, what are we going to... Oh, yeah. Let's put it under the... Uh, like the farthest table. Got to figure out a way to get over there and attach it without it being seen or noticed. I don't think we want anybody to pick it up. 
Right. Do you have uh, an invisibility spell of any type? No. <laughs> but um, let's say I go over there and trip. And then when I'm under the table, in fact, I'll stagger a bit. Uh, I'll slip it under the table. Now, let's hold off on that. I still don't, I, I don't know that I want to take a chance on losing it, although it is your device. Uh, and I'd rather not get, you know, attract attention in attempting to plant it. Uh, let's wait and see if we can uh, maybe come up with an invisibility spell uh, over at Morse, and then we could maybe make it invisible and use magic hand to place it somewhere and hold it there. Okay. So, yeah, let's let's table that for right now. Table it. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's where we're going. All right. Uh, you guys get rid of the dining dragon, and there's a decent crowd in there this evening. They... Still have a table about probably a quarter of the way back from where the uh, uh, bar is. So kind of in the thick of it, there's a table there that you guys are able to uh, get to. But it's pretty packed. There's a lot of different conversations going on today. I would prefer to take a seat. I'm facing the door. Don't want to sit with my back to it if I can help it. Yeah, you're... Uh, like three quarters of the way into the um, into the room, you know, you're quite a ways in. You can easily uh, watch the door and see what's going on around. They're serving up stew tonight. They really don't have a much of a menu. It's pretty much what they're serving is what you get. But it's good. It's uh, got some kind of a red meat in there, and uh, it's very tasty. Got a lot of like root vegetables, stuff like that in there, so it's a good hearty meal. And plenty of it, you know, you uh, guys are able to get um, as much as you want of that and uh, come out feeling like you had a pretty good meal. And you guys give me a, or whoever wants to can give me a uh, perception check. Whoa. Two. All right, well, I'll be using this No, tonight. don't touch my dice. That's the one that freaking pestered me all last game, too. Yeah. And she's still rolling good, so... Right, so I need to don't check her. Don't touch her. Waited. She's not freaking waited. Net 20, okay, what did you get? I got a two. Does, does Casey oh, have lead paint for her dice? <laughs> what did you get? Okay, so my modifier, it's intelligence that modifies perception, right? Look it down on your list of scores down below. Towards the bottom, you'll see perception. It's wisdom that and modifies I, perception. Yeah. Oh. If I add perception, it's a 30. Ow! Nice! <laughs> we'll go with her roll. <laughs> oh, so two, four. No. Eight. Wow. I went the other direction. Math is not my strong suit. Okay. Reverse math is Okay, uh, Miranda, what did you get? 18. Nice. You guys did pretty well on that one. 
while you guys are eating, there's really not a lot of uh, interesting conversations going on. But you've been sitting there playing chess for, I don't know, maybe half an hour or so. And you're paying attention, looking around. And uh, you see a traveler come in the door. And he's looking pretty haggard and looks like he's been moving like for a while. He looks like exhausted, pretty much. Um, you can tell he just came in off the road. And he makes a beeline for the bar. He goes up and he's talking, trying to talk quietly to the uh, barkeep. And, of course, bad ears over here, you know, she doesn't have a problem at all hearing what he's saying. Uh, and Miranda can pick up on this as well. That's a pretty good score, but... Isabel can easily track what's going on. He goes over to the barkeep and he says, he's like very worked up, says, hey, you guys know that there's a band of war orcs headed this way. They're about four days out right now. Actually, no, they're about three days out. What are they? Sorry, you didn't catch them? War orcs. War orcs? Yeah, a band of war orcs. Okay. So it looks like there's at least like 15 of them and they're headed this way. They were moving a pretty good clip where I saw them and I turned around and headed back to let you guys know. He uh, was looking pretty panicked and he's like, who's in charge of the town? Where are they at? And he tells them, you know, you need to go over and see the mayor. The... Uh, Barkeep tells the other person behind the bar, hey, you need to take care of this. I'm going to take him over to find where the mayor is because, of course, you know, it's after hours. The mayor isn't going to be at the, um, at the, uh, the town hall. Thank um, you. Yes. The mayor building with mayor and stuff. <laughs> so the two of them turn and make a hard beeline for the door. Well, um, do you guys want to follow or wait for the mayor to send for us? Because I have a feeling he will probably send for us. I don't think we should just follow over there. Mm. I will what do follow you think? You, follow you wherever you may go. I went away I'm for a while. I'm now. <laughs> well, he's really drunk, I'm... so <laughs> maybe we should just wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's wait and see if anybody else comes in. Okay. Uh, I, I'm sure the mayor will be. And actually, let's make it easier for the mayor to find us. Uh, he'll probably look for us at home first. What do you think? That's a good point. We should probably well, head back. To draw attention, I launch into a medley. And this way we uh, can uh, get some water or some coffee in Tyrannus and sober him up before the mayor appears. Uh-huh. Let's, let's go do that. That's okay. what you want me wide awake. <laughs> yes, if we're going to be fighting uh, war I, I, orcs. I'd, I'd rather have you wide awake and sober rather than this. Singing. Yeah. <laughs> 
I do my After best all, fighting when I'm drunk. Okay, so you have a reputation to build here. <laughs> yeah, to build. Keyword. So, <laughs> hey guys, uh, I tail it back to towards your humble abode. Pretty much about the time that you are getting there, you see the mayor coming down the street towards your um, your house, and well. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Let's go meet him. Okay. Why, why make the man wait? Good evening, Mr. Mayor. I take it you're looking for us? Yes, I am. I've got something for you guys to go investigate. Would it have something to do with a band of 15 orcs heading for town? Yeah, that's what I am hearing. Um, the person who came and told us is not the most reliable for solid information, but if he's saying something's headed this way, we want to make sure we go check it out and, uh, kind of head it off at the pass if we can, but, uh, I don't want you guys getting, uh, yourselves out there and getting killed. If there's 15 orcs headed this way, we need to make sure we actually have a solid plan before you guys do anything. Um, so what I want you guys to do is go actually just investigate it, go see what's going on. If they're moving this way, you guys probably will be able to meet up with them in a day, day and a half. If they're heading to you, you're heading towards them. So uh, travel out, go see what's going on, get a good read of it. If you guys think you can handle the situation, then go ahead, but I want you to proceed with caution on this and not necessarily go in uh, bows blazing, because if that's no. coming, we want to make one. sure that everyone survives it. Uh, well, I, I agree. Um, I would like to talk to this gentleman first before we head out to see what information we can glean from him. Uh, yeah, you can do uh, that. Where is he at? Well, they were headed back to the Dining Dragon, so... Well, I guess we should probably head over there and talk to him before he gets too far into his cups and becomes incoherent. We'll go talk to him and then head out first thing in the morning and uh, see what we can find out. Okay. And... Uh, you have to go ahead and get the town guards you you have available uh, activated and geared up just in case. I mean, we might get lucky and they decide to go a different direction. Yep. Well, we're hoping for luck here because we've only got six guards and we don't want to have a battle on our hands in town that we can't handle. So... Right now, I'm keeping all my guards with us. Uh, they're going to stay here and start prepping. Um, we're going to wait oh, for yeah. uh, wait for you guys to get back with information, and then we'll determine how we're going to proceed from there. No, that sounds solid. I I, I wouldn't want to take them take them with us anyway because the fewer folks scouting, the less chance of us being discovered. That is a wise decision. Well, since we I try. Since we're close to the house, we should get the horses. Okay. Well, we're 
We're not leaving till the morning, though. Okay. What is this gentleman's name, Mr. Mayor? So we know who to ask for when we go back to the Dragon. His name is Riley Reed. <laughs> and if I can ask, why is he, why do you say he's not always all that dependable? Sounds like he has a bit of a reputation. Well, what's up with that? Oh, for one, he's often into his cups, but he's not undependable. His information is in a way the best. He can get worked up on occasion, and things get a little blown out of proportion. So there may be 15, uh, 15 orcs headed this way, or it could be, you know... You saw a squirrel? Five rabbits? <laughs> yeah, not quite, but uh, if he saw something, there's definitely something headed this way. But Some ill-tempered sea bass. He's not the best bass. with uh, keeping his head about him with numbers of people, or necessarily reading a situation not okay all right he's a uh, but he, he's never he, brought us totally bad information but on occasion he's um he's expanded on numbers let's say okay so he would know the difference between an orc and a human so well he should that's pretty obvious well yeah but you know some folks perceptions yeah, might be a little off. So, yeah, we'll get to talk to Riley, see what information we can get from him, and we'll head out in the morning and confirm his uh, his story. Okay. All right, so let's go talk to Riley. And where is Mr. Reed located within the uh, tavern? Uh, he's over at the bar. He's still talking to the barkeep, and... He's getting pretty wound up, you know. At this point, you're pretty sure you heard him just say that there were uh, somewhere around 18 orcs and like three or four half-orcs, so he may have so, had one or two so far. You're not quite sure. And the story is growing in the tower. A little bit, yeah. Mr. Reed, I presume? Yeah. Who are you? Hi. Uh, my name's uh, Merinder. Uh, we've been uh, sent by the mayor to talk to you about what you saw out there today and was wondering if you ha might have a couple minutes to speak with us. Give me a persuasion check. I'll put it like this. You can go either persuasion or intimidate, whichever you uh, decide is a better option. But Well, I'm looking under skills, and I don't see persuasion. Oh, good grief. Is that the one that... I keep thinking there's is, intimidate, but there's not. No, there's no persuasion. Go with uh, either diplomacy or diplomacy. diplomacy. That yeah, that makes sense. Well, he didn't listen to me. Can I try? Because I rolled a nat one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk to you. You're. How do you know my name? Well, the mayor gave it to. Me. Why are you following me? I was just talking to the mayor a few minutes ago. Why are you following me? Well, because the mayor asked us to speak with you. 
Anyone else want to give this a shot? No, yeah, I'll yeah. Calm him down. Some... Let me let me uh, let me take a shot at. at, at yeah, maybe you can communicate here. with me better, Taranis. All right. I'll yeah. Just kind of step back. What's the dice for charm for? Uh, diplomacy. Uh, diplomacy. Look down in your skills. Three, diplomacy. Seventeen. We're just like coming here for your the information you have because we know you know what's up. We you know you're the guy I hear we hear about you. You're the guy with the info with with the, his finger on the pulse of everything. You know, so when we want to know stuff, come to you because maybe you're not people don't recognize it around here from uh, a local maybe they just take it for granted. But you, we can tell that you're the guy who knows. And that's why we come to you. You can see that he's starting to warm up a little bit. But he's pretty skeptical still because you just spooked the shit out of him. And he's pretty sure you're following him. And you're laying it on pretty thick. <laughs> but Me? he's somewhere in the... He's somewhere in that warming up phase, so he, he looks at me and he goes, All right, well, let's go outside. He uh, heads yeah. towards the door, goes outside with the guys. I was heading to Cloverton, just south of here, and I came around a bend, and there's a huge band of orcs and half-orcs that are headed this way. About how they, many did you see? Uh, did I don't you... know. There were a lot of them. Probably somewhere, I don't know, 15, 20, somewhere in there. They were huge, and they looked like they were, they were all armored up, had... Swords, bows, looks like they were looking for some trouble. Are they moving pretty fast? As fast as you can with that many people and a wagon. Wagon? That's kind of unusual. Mm -hmm. Um, did they all look like, uh, Warriors, or were any of them look like shamans, spellcasters, anything like that? Uh, they all look like warriors to me, but I didn't get close enough to really find out. Can't see that I blame you. Could you? Um, well, I'm sorry, Isabella. Go ahead. Could you see if there's anything in the wagon? And they're carrying anything or anyone? No, it was a um, it was all closed off and looked like a transport wagon. Hmm. So I couldn't see what they had inside. And again, I didn't get close enough to find out if they were traveling salesmen because, frankly, they didn't look like traveling salesmen. Did not have the sign out open for business. No, definitely not. Uh, out of curiosity, sir, how, 
How many horses did they have pulling that wagon? Mm. How many in the team? Pretty sure there were only two. Do you remember how they were armored? Was it mostly chain, any plate, um, anything you could tell us would be really helpful? How the orcs were armored or the wagon? Uh, the orcs. I didn't get close enough to really tell, but I'm pretty sure they were. They had some some plate mail and looked like some of them had uh, chain stuff also. It was kind of a mixed bag, really. Okay. I know you didn't stick around long, but did you hear them say anything at all? I didn't get that close to them. Okay. It's a band of works. I am not getting close enough to find out if, uh, you know, I didn't go eavesdropping like some people do. And he, he made sure that that was pointed directly towards Miranda. I figured. <laughs> Is there anything else you can think of that you saw? No, not really. There were just a lot of them, and they were... When I saw them, they were about four or five days out with the speed they were traveling, so they're probably roughly about three days out right now. I, I came back pretty quick. My horse is beat. Okay. All right. Well, Mr. Reed, we really appreciate the information. Thank you very much. Here's a gold piece for your uh, for your time. Please go have a couple of drinks on us. I think I will. Thank you. You are welcome. What are you guys doing? Are you going to head out tonight? You heading out in the morning? Um, I think would probably be best. It's Early evening, how much longer do we have till dark? Uh, maybe it's later in the season, so you're looking at maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I think we probably would be better off and make better time if we head out first thing in the morning, get rested up tonight, get our gear together, and plan on leaving by dawn. Okay. What do you guys think? Sounds like a good plan. All right. Okay, so you guys go back, you get geared up, or you uh, sleep overnight. You're all ready to go for say in the morning. First light hits, maybe even a little before that you guys start uh, heading out of town. All right. Your first day of travel, there's really nothing much going on. You notice that you don't see anyone on the road all day, which is a little bit odd, but not super odd. I mean, the roads aren't super well-traveled, but um, usually within a day you're going to see someone, but um, you don't have any uh, encounters. But it's getting on to dusk, what do you guys want to do? Are you going to push on or are you going to camp for the night? Is there wildlife around? 
Yeah, you're out on the open road, so I mean, either side of the road you're going to have potential You said there's animals. no people, so that's why I'm wondering if there's yeah. animals around as well. Yeah, yeah. Because if there's not, then that's Yeah, you've seen deer, about. you've seen birds, you've seen rabbits running around. Okay. Oh, look, there's a coyote. <laughs> Careful, they're wily. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so <laughs> what are you guys doing? I don't want to take a chance on running into these guys in the dark. Yeah. Is there a high point anywhere near us where we can see a little further? Yeah, you can go up onto a hill that's nearby. Let's head to the top of the hill and see if maybe they are, uh, see if we can locate a, a campfire or anything since it's getting dark. That would give us an idea of whether or not they're settling in for the evening, and maybe we can try to work closer. We'll see what we can see first. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. All of us, or just whoever wants to look. It's not gonna be me. What'd you get? A two. Nice. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Did you add your perception score on that? Okay. 18. Nice. Uh, no campfires. Okay. Now you're in a... Not in the middle of a forest, but you're also... There's uh, quite a few trees around, but it's not really a fully forested area. So your visibility is probably... At least a good um, five miles or so, but you really can't see anything beyond that. Is there the another thing? Okay. Is there another high point between us and where we think they might be, or in their general direction? Yeah, but it's uh, probably another half day out before you get to a real high point. Mm. I don't know that we want to push that hard in the dark. We want to keep the horses in one piece. We try to move them in the dark. We run a risk of stumbling and injuring the horses. And then if we need to make a, a quick getaway, we're uh, kind of held back a bit. Uh, do you guys want to uh, set up camp and move out an hour or so before dawn. Yep, that sounds good to me. Definitely. What is the weather like right now? I don't remember. Uh, it's getting later in the season, so it's, the weather is uh, starting to get colder. Um, but not like freezing. Not snow, like that. but probably at night it's getting down into the uh, mid-40s, something like that. So okay. definitely getting cooler. So, you guys setting up watch, or are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I think we'd be wise to set up watch. Who wants first watch? I'll take first watch. Okay. Um, since Tyrannus had the mid-watch the last time, I'll take the mid-watch this time. Okay, so he'll take the last one, right? Right. Okay. Alright, so, you guys could, uh... Set up, or are you staying up on the hilltop? How exposed are we um, on the hilltop? Not overly exposed. As long as you're not um, lighting a fire, you should be okay. 
I mean, you're amongst trees, but you're able to see out, um, out and over the landscape. So good. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I think we should stay on the hilltop as long yeah. as we're not, uh, as long as we're hunkered down, we shouldn't be real visible and it will give us, uh, a little bit, uh, better vision at night. Yeah, and you've got a uh, backdrop of trees around you, so you're not going to stand out up on a hill, you know? So, yeah. all right, go ahead and give me a perception check. 26. That's pretty good. Wow. Um, so you don't see anything? Uh, don't see any uh, campfires or anything off in the distance? Um, no odd movements? Nope, that coyote's kind of... Sniffing around a little bit, but that's about as far as it goes. Well, he's fine. He's a uh, ordering mail order stuff from Acme. Kind of. <laughs> he's over there sniffing around, uh, seeing if he can find some scraps. But other than that, yeah, everything went pretty quiet. Okay. All right, Miranda, you're up. All right. Um, being Elvin does. Uh... Do we get a bonus at night on perception? No. Okay. Is that a thing? Oh, a natural 20, and I noticed absolutely nothing, because nothing's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the coyote found some of your guys' scraps from dinner, and uh, he took off with them. He seemed to be pretty happy with what he found, so that was about it. Some birds flew over. They were pretty cool. So, I'm going to wake Tyrannus and turn in. All right, Tyrannus. All right. Your watch. Okay, let's see if I... 17. 17. All right. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. No coyote this time. Yeah. I get the boring watch, of course. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing's going on. You still don't see a campfire or anything anywhere. So, uh, you got about hour, hour and a half until dawn. That's Nothing yet. So, what are you guys doing? Um, let's get, uh, eat a hasty breakfast, get geared up, and get on the road here. Yep. Okay. Pack up and go. You guys start heading out. Pretty much where you thought there was going to be one, you find a uh, another pretty big hill. It was about a, a little over a half day's travel. Is the hill on the road or off the road? It's to the west side of the uh, road that you're on. About how far? Uh, maybe it starts going up maybe like 15, 20 feet from the side of the road, so... This uh, road really does just skirt around the side of this hill. Folks, let's, uh, since the hill's so close, let's head to the top and see what we can see before we go a little further down. But uh, let's uh, kind of not skyline ourselves. Let's leave the horses at the back of the hill and kind of creep up to the top. Okay. All right. Yep. So, what are you doing? Are you being stealthy about it, or are you... uh, yeah. Yes. Okay, well, give me some stealth rolls. 
I am taking that thing away and hitting it with a hammer. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Isabel is like super stealthy. You guys don't even see her. <laughs> uh, 22. Six. What did you roll? A one. Okay, if you roll a one, so, you need to tell me that you rolled a one. All right. Yeah. All right, so Isabel so is... tripped and fallen on his face, <laughs> stepping across the stick. Seems yeah, to be I'm going to be uh, nice about this and say that uh, you guys managed to realize that he is not understanding the concept of stealth about halfway up the hill before you get to the top. And oh. uh, he manages to somehow get his um, fancy new cloth armor caught on a tree and... Uh, Squeals, thinking that someone is behind him. <laughs> Tyrannus, why don't you hold the horses and wait here while Isabel and I go on up to the top? Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Appreciate you being a team player. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the... I mean, come on, you're rolling that one. I'm going <laughs> to do something. Uh, so you guys get to the top of the hill, and as you're looking up the road, you can see probably a mile or so up the road, and about a, I don't know, three-quarters of a mile up, you see a group of people traveling north, there's uh, um, five people, maybe six. They do have a wagon that's a solid wagon and a couple of horses towing that. Is the wagon covered? Yeah, it's a solid wagon both sides. It's like a supply wagon where it's got solid right. sides on all four sides. Solid roof. Um... And all we can see basically are figures. We can't tell race from yeah, this distance. Yeah, they're still too far out for you to be able to um, get much detail other than a basic number of people and kind of what they're traveling with, you know? Okay. Right, what are you guys doing? Um... Isabel, do you have anything that will allow you to see at a further distance? Because I don't. I don't think I do, but let me look real quick. No one thought to invent a telescope? <laughs> you guys are slackers. No, I don't uh, have anything. I, I think we're, we're pre-Galileo at this point. Yeah, I don't have anything. Well, we, let's, uh, and then, of course, moving up the road in our direction. Yep. And they are all mounted, I would take it. Yes. Okay. Um, any glints from them showing armor or weaponry? They look like they've got some kind of armor on. From where you're at, you can't really tell if they're uh, armed or not. 
You can tell that they're definitely wearing some kind of an armor. How are they arrayed around the wagon? I mean, do you have like a couple up front, a couple behind? Do they look like they're guarding the wagon or, you know, just traveling with it? They just look like they're traveling with it. And they're far away. We can't see like weapons or anything like that. Not yet. No. Not yet. Okay. No, they look pretty beefed up like they're wearing some armor, but that's about it. Okay. Once in a while, you'll get a glint of um, metal, but that's about Too far. as much as you can tell at the moment. So, Isabel, let's uh, head back down to Tyrannus here real quick. I um, think we need to make a decision on what we want to do here. Okay. So Let's go back down. So, Tyrannus, we saw a wagon with uh, five people. About a mile or so down the road. So, we can approach it a couple of different ways. We can head down and meet him. We can post up on the top of the hill and hunker in and wait for him to get closer to see what we can see. What are your, What's your opinion? Um, I'll, go, I'll follow whatever the group says here on this one. Isabel, what do you think? So, we're at... Midday? Yeah, a little after. I'd say probably like one thirty, two o'clock, somewhere in there. Well, we there could... a mile... I'm sorry, go ahead, Isabel. Well, we could... I mean, what were you going to say? Because if we're there a mile... They're about could... a, uh, three quarters of a mile. Not quite a mile up the road, but yeah. But, yeah, but we could travel for a little bit and then maybe get off the road and see if we can see them a little bit better and decide if we want to talk to him or if we should stay hidden for a minute. Uh, from what you guys were seeing, pretty much once you go around the, um, once you go around the bend yeah, there, um, you're pretty much going to be in the open. Oh, sorry. It's pretty straight on to where they were at. Oh, okay. I it's mis- a longer distance, but okay. it's like relatively straight. I so. misunderstood that. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, well, well, here's my thought. Uh, this hill rises, you know, 50 feet off the road. We've got a, a, a natural vantage point here. If they are the party orcs, we have the advantage of the high ground. And if they are not orcs, we can let them pass by us without them ever really seeing us and continue on our way. And if they are orcs, we have the option of attacking from above or waiting for them to get past us and coming at them from behind if need be. So, okay, but are we going to take his word that they were orcs? Well, and that's what I'm thinking. I mean, if, if we get up above where we're not, you know, not going to run into them out in the open if they are orcs. Yeah. Then we buy time. Um, and if we're up above where we can't be observed, then we have time to make a decision on what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah. I think that sounds like a good plan. What do you think, Tyrannus? 
Is it safe to assume that if they're orcs, they're bad? Aren't we being a little, uh, little racist well, there? A little fit the description kind of thing? <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying. We, we observe them. See if there's something? And, yeah, and just see what's going on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Secure the the horses uh, on the side of the hill, away from the road, so that okay. they can't be seen. Okay. Uh, and then we'll uh, creep up to the top and, and settle in and uh, wait for that party to get parallel to us where we can see them better. So as you're getting up there, you notice that they're getting within. Oh, I don't know, a football field, maybe a little bit less of where you guys are at. And, uh, why don't you guys give me a perception check? 25. 22. 8. North got 14. Okay, okay. So, um, Miranda and Isabel definitely see that um, the group coming up to you, they have weapons on them, but they actually just kind of look like they're uh, traveling. They don't look like they're actually like fully armored up looking for battle or anything. The person driving the team is a male, uh, and he's wearing kind of fancier, uh, almost dress, kind of um, leather armor. Nothing that says I've been in battle or I'm looking for trouble. And what you guys do notice is that, yeah, they look kind of like orcs, but more realistically, they're probably half orcs, not um, uh, full orc. And out of the group, there's one full orc in the group, and that's it. And the full orc is actually trailing in behind the group. Definitely with the group, but he's the one in the back. So, does this look more like a, with the way the driver is dressed, does this look more like a merchant's wagon than a war wagon? It doesn't look like a war wagon. I wouldn't say a merchant's wagon, but it, it's definitely... They've got something in there that they're keeping protected, but it's not... You don't see the telltale signs of war, right? You're not seeing... Uh, you'd expect it to be... If it was a war wagon, honestly, you'd expect it to be a lot uh, sturdier. Maybe metal on the wagon rather than just wood. And yet, if you had to put one or the other, it's definitely leaning more towards a merchant's wagon where they're just trying to secure stuff rather than... We're bringing in stuff, and we definitely don't want this damage, you know? So it's like a sort of a diplomatic group or something like that. I know they're about half a football field away from you guys. You can see um, some, you can see enough detail, but you haven't been able to tell their uh, personality type quite yet. <laughs> Let's, uh, I'm, I'm inclined to go down and talk to them. I don't want to start calling spells okay. for no reason. Yeah. Um, everyone give me another perception check. 17. 15. 11. 
Okay. As you guys are making up your mind on this, you see three arrows come out of the um, out of the hillside just below where you guys are at. Down in some trees, you see three arrows coming out, and you see a couple more arrows coming from the opposite side of the road back in some brush. And as you guys are watching this, there are uh, three what looks like humans that rush out of the brush, two on the north side, one on the um, east side, towards this uh, group. And the arrows were going towards the group, not us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Looks like no one in the um, group got hit by the arrows yet, but... What's their reaction? Uh, they're going defensive on it. Uh, pretty much what you would expect if you were traveling down the road and someone shot arrows at you. I kind of want to watch it play out before we get involved. Mm. I don't know. I don't like the uh, of a ambush for no apparent reason when folks really haven't done anything to deserve it that we know of. Um, quick question for the DM. Yep. Under prestidigitation, mm -hmm. I can create a sensory effect. Now, can I use that to actually broadcast a, a, a word, words? Um, well, what are you trying to do? I'd like to ask that in a deep commanding voice, say, hold and explain yourselves. I don't know that prestidigitation would be, look at the spell and see if there's a range on it. That's um, my only range. concern. Range two. Yeah, so two that's squares. two squares, and you're about half a football field or so away. So that would definitely be outside of it. You'd probably have about as much luck uh, yelling out, hold, and explain yourself. Okay. <laughs> I like the idea. If you were closer, I'd probably say, yeah. But um, prestidigitation usually isn't going to be, it would give you some amount of language probably, but I don't know how much. So you're oh. not reading a soliloquy there, you know. How about ghost sound? It's range of 10. One object or unoccupied sound. If you can cause a sound as quiet as a whisper or as loud as yelling or fighting. Yeah, I got that too. Uh, Ten, that's going to put you... Um, I'd say you'd definitely be able to get their attention with it. Good. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. <coughs> so, I cast Ghost Sound, and in a loud, commanding voice, say, Hold and explain yourselves. 
Uh, I will say that they heard you. What do they do? They're still running towards the uh, wagon. You definitely see them react. They kind of jar for a second, but they are pretty focused on their task at hand. I'm going to, um, well, I'm going to ask, because um, I've made several mistakes. So, I'm going to uh, shoot arrows in front of them, not at them. Right in front of their feet. Okay. I don't know that we want to do that. I'm thinking maybe we want to get closer. I don't know. What do you think it's about? Oh, do we want to expose ourselves? Well, I don't like the idea of, I mean, I want slaughter and destruction for no reason. Yeah. But I don't want to come in on the wrong side of us. That's what I'm scared of. We could, yeah. like, really expose ourselves. You know, go out there. Because that might throw them off a little. Okay, I'm not here. I'm not feeling a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, enthusiasm for that plan. But, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, you guys, that would bring his uh, AC down by two. <laughs> but... It might be a solution to a problem right there. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm sorry, the DM did not he does say not, that. He's not, he doesn't exist to me. Okay. Um, Let's just throw it out there. You know, one idea guy. Not necessarily a good idea guy. Just a, it's an idea know, guy. <laughs> the humans have reached the edge of the road at this point. How far yeah. away are the humans from the wagon? Uh, it is a about a 20 foot wide road. Okay. Three humans on one side, one human on the other side. So the humans are within a few feet of the wagons. Are they still firing bows? Are they drawing swords? And what are the uh, orc looking folks doing? So the Humans are at the edge of the road, about the uh, wagon's pretty much centered out in the road, so you've got one on the south side, two on the north side. The half-orcs and the orc that are traveling, uh, they're basically getting weapons out and getting ready for battle. They haven't uh, gotten anyone close enough yet to be able to actually engage, but it's imminent. There's still arrows coming out of the bush. Can we see? And out of the forest. Can we see okay, so who's shooting the arrows? Um, give me a perception check. Uh, 23. My perception's everything, really high. No, everything looks like a 20 whenever you roll it for some reason. Oh. It's just my eyes. I was, no. no, it's a 13. Yeah. Um, no, it's a 20. So what did you get? 23. Okay. I'd say 300 feet or so. Um, basically, the hill goes and then it drops down a little bit more severely. It looks like whoever is shooting is like right on the other side where it's dropped down. So you can't see him, but you can see where it's coming from. Okay. All right, so are we entering this? I'm disinclined to enter on either side at this point, so we don't know... Because we don't know what's going on. I mean, these humans set up an ambush. 
just because they're orcs doesn't mean they're evil or have bad intent. And the majority of the party's half-orcs. Mm-hmm. I would be more inclined to kind of see what we can do to stop this, but I think it's probably getting past the point of no return. And the passenger on the wagon just took an arrow mm-hmm. in his uh, left shoulder. Okay. We have archers basically below us <coughs> on the hill, right? Yep. Shooting thrush at the at the wagon. Yep. I have uh, nothing that can reach that far from where we're at, so I guess we are going to have to move closer. Yeah, I don't have anything that can reach that far either. Tyrannus, what about you? Nothing I can say other than the, uh, you know, the original crossbow idea. Well, I don't think we want to go leave yeah. just yet, so let's... Uh, Let's move closer and uh, try to figure out what's going on before things get too out of hand. I suggest we move our horses as quickly as we can safely and make a bunch of noise. Uh, you guys are at the top of the hill. Your horses are at the bottom of the hill. Last I heard. Oh uh, no, up. that's yeah, that's right. I think we. Thank you for the reminder. Yep. Um, we should probably move forward on foot then and try to get in behind the archers that are nearest us. I'd say you could probably get down to them in... What's your what's your speed, everyone? Six. Six. Uh, how many squares are the archers from us? Um... It would be about a hundred feet, um, so you're looking at probably, uh, well, five divided by, so you're looking at what, ten squares? No, that'd be fifty. Five feet per square. Hundred feet. Whatever that comes out to. <laughs> twenty squares. Yeah, you're twenty okay. squares away. Well, I would say if you guys basically did a full-out run to get to it, it would take you, I'd let you get there in two rounds. But um, if you're trying to be more stealthy, then it's going to take you longer. Depends on what you guys want to do. I mean, if they all of a sudden have three people running at them, that might distract them from putting more arrows into the orcs or half-orcs or whatever they are. Okay, um, I think we want to move there quickly. So yeah, let's move forward. I'm, I'm too far out to try to face step to get closer and have it be really effective. I mean, I can get closer, but not as close as I want to get. Okay. I'm going to save that. Usually a wise idea. That's a good way to, uh, um... Run away. Out of a problem. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so you guys are all running down the hill? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That does work to uh, 
get the archer's attention, uh, the ones that are below you, the ones on the other side of the road could care less, but um, the two below you, you notice that there are no more arrows being shot because they hear something storming toward them. The people who are around the cart are uh, still intent on doing harm, but um, the archers have stopped, the two below you. Um, as we near, I'm going to holler out to the archers nearest us. Why are you attacking these folks? Roll me a, I'd say intimidate at this point. Should we all roll intimidate? All right. Uh, he's the one yelling. He's, he yeah, be he's the one. yelling. All right. We're not doing anything. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> Another nat one? Uh, no. Uh, a, a six adjusted. Wow, what did you roll? A three. Nice. I've only um, got a plus three on Intimidate. I should really use Intimidate more. What do you want to... Have a really good... All you hear is a... A cord of laughter? <laughs> no, actually, you don't hear anything from them. Uh, I don't know, maybe they're thinking they can still go invisible and you'll ignore them, or you were talking to the other people. They definitely were not intimidated by your mighty six. I, I, I if anyone else wants to attempt, they can. Yeah, I'll attempt. Okay. Give it a roll. Uh, 27. Nice. I am going to smack that thing with a hammer. Nope. Like, you do not let him touch that no, die. No, he's not touching it at all. Don't take first. So you're doing an intimidate. What are you going to say? I don't know. I'm not good at this. Well, you're trying Obviously to get me. you are. I know, but I don't know what to actually say. You're a fierce warrior. What are you <laughs> saying? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> So he just yelled, stop, this act. <laughs> uh, stop, what are you doing? And you're adding... There will be consequences if we don't know. What, what was, what's the name of the town that hired us? Kalendor. Kalendor. The duly authorized deputy of Kalendor. We order this you to cease. Does Something anything like can come after my... <laughs> um, they stop and... You now see them, and they've got their uh, bows drawn towards you guys. Well, that worked out. Yep. Um, they haven't fired, but they definitely stopped what they were doing, and they're um, they're looking at you. What was the total on that one? Twenty-seven. Um, and I would say they're backing away from where you guys are at, even though they've got the. Bows aimed towards you. They're definitely scooting back. Can I take out my bow and just have it ready? Yeah, definitely. Thank so, you. Have quick draw, don't you? So, who, has, who has the highest diplomacy skills? I don't know. Probably me. But I'm not good at I don't know why, because I'm not good at talking. So. Oh, wow. You have a plus nine on diplomacy. Yep. But you just went intimidate also. So 
I know, but you yeah. said intimidate, so that's what well, I Well, yeah, because in this situation, I'm trying I to don't go, think diplomacy go, is going to be like, Hi, how are you hey, today? We guys. are going to have tea no, and discuss that, it. No, can you give me a work. hug and we'll just talk this out? Thanks. Yes, no. That is a Wasn't good uh, That actually works, you know. I mean, uh... Wasn't it Teddy Roosevelt who said the art of diplomacy is saying nice doggy, nice doggy while reaching for a big stick? <laughs> yeah. about right. There you go. Speak softly, carry a big stick. Are they backing towards they're backing towards the road away from us as we move yeah. down here? Yeah, they're trying to get uh, away from you guys. Um okay. and the half orcs have engaged with uh, the humans at this point. I'll just ask again, like, why are you attacking? Okay. Uh, give me a roll. 13 for what? 13. Um, probably intimidate again because you're trying to take control of that situation. 22. No. Don't touch um, my dice. That is a good dice. I'm going to add it to my collection. No, you're not. Again. Do we recognize them from town? Because we've been there a little bit now. Um, give me a... Oh, give me a perception check on it. Anyone who wants to can give me a perception check. Dirty 20. Cute. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm not touching that one. 21. Uh, 12. So Miranda recognizes, and probably uh, um, Isabel too, neither one of the archers um, that are down on your side, but you recognize one of the one of the people attacking the wagon. You've definitely seen them around in Kalandor. You saw them day before, maybe two days before, or something like that. Are you friends okay. of Riley? Uh, you're intimidating the archers, not the other people. I'm intimid- I'm just asking the mm-hmm. archers. The person we recognize, have I heard his name mentioned? You probably wouldn't know his name, but you definitely seen him around. He seems to be a local. But I don't know his name. Don't know his name right off, no. Is there... The person I recognize... Is there anything about him, uh, color a cloak, whatever, that I can use to get his attention? You know, hey, you in the purple cloak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, these guys are in, like, beat-up leather armor, so the... Uh, um... But nothing about him that would stand out that I could call out to get his hold attention. On, hold on, let me look. Say hey you with the big nose. Hey you on the water skis. <laughs> uh, the one you're looking at, basically, he's in leather armor. The only thing unusual about him is he's got like short hair, but it's like seriously like he hasn't cut his hair in like a month, month and a half. It looks like. Hey you with the bird nest for hair. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Okay, let's play out hers first, and then we'll go to you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, give me a uh, intimidate um, 
And then let me play this one out. So you said, are your friends of Riley? And the female, uh, yells back, it's none of your damn business who we are. But what you do notice, because you did pretty good there, is she obviously recognizes the name. So while she didn't actually say it, she paused a second when you said the name and then said none of your damn business. Okay. Okay, an intimidate. And I have a 22. 22 for Intimidate, that's pretty good. Um, wow. Well, uh, he stops it and helps. looks back at it. <laughs> now, mind you, he stops and looks back at you, but he's currently engaged with uh, the Fancy Pants guy, so um, he's looking back, but he's not, like, dropping a sword or anything because it'll probably get him a sword to the back, so. Okay. But I do have his attention. You've got his attention <coughs> for about six seconds. 22. What is the meaning of this attack? These people have not threatened you. He yells back at you that you should um, do uncouth things to your mother <laughs> um, and refers to you as an orc lover. Really? Yes. Now he's just pissed me <laughs> off. Alright, and he went back into it not necessarily because you... Uh, intimidated him out of uh, out of it, but he's obviously engaged in battle, so he's not willing to lose his life for an orc lover. Hey, what happens in Vegas? You know... <laughs> everyone roll me a insight check. Let's see if you guys pick up on what's going down here. Me too. Insight. 27. Wow. <laughs> 29. Cool. You guys all, you two definitely, and you to a lesser degree, can tell that the people who are attacking the the travelers are pretty much attacking them because of being orcs or half orcs and they're expecting um, trouble out of them so they're heading it off at the pass. But what you can also tell is that um, this is not the first time these guys have done this. So you're right, racist. This is a very... Um, uh, well-controlled attack, and they kind of seem more like 
maybe bounty hunters or something rather than just uh, your average group of people who are just trying to defend, defend a town. So would, would my insight lead me to believe that we might have run into the bandits that we've actually been looking for? No. They're behaving differently than the other group that you were hunting down before. But they're definitely uh, well, um, they've got a well-rehearsed way of attacking a traveling group, you know? And at this point, you can tell that they are just out for blood because of who they are. Which is fairly obvious. All right, everyone roll me uh, initiative. There you go. Good job. You're on it. On my arrow. Ooh, natural 20. Nice. Nice. 18. Okay, hold on. Uh, anyone beat 20? Um, no. Nope. What did you get? I got 20. Okay. Uh, uh, what's your dex? Oh, that's what I was looking for. 16, so it's plus 3. And that's even. Okay. We'll do you first. And that's where we're going to leave off for this episode of the Paper Dragons podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate you. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can reach out on social media, Paper Dragons Podcast. On TikTok, we are Paper Dragons 13. If you want to send us an email, it's paperdragonspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and go out there, have some fun, roll some dice.